previously on Live at 605. We're, we're off the rails already, right? We are. And he's already into his beer. <laughs> John Malin. And Val Gomez. Amazing. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is season 21, episode 2 of Live at 605. Technically season 2 of the pandemic edition. Ah, season 2, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully there's not a third or fourth or fifth pandemic season, but the way things are going, who knows? Totally. Although, if you listen to this episode, we are clearly doing our part to end the pandemic. Ooh, and who are we to do our part? It's your podcaster, John, uh, back at it as always. And to my left, possibly your right, <laughs> is Val Gomez. Sorry, I'm, ho- I'm hot. I was going to say, John's taking off his hoodie, uh, studio hoodie. We're in the 605 studio. We've had a few different studios over the years. Back mm-hmm. in the apartment, we mm-hmm. had the music room. We did a few episodes in the music room at this house. Now yeah. I think the permanent studios is in the basement. Totally. Usually I, I work down here all day and I'm always cold, but now... We- <laughs> I hit record and the hot button has uh, got me sweating over here already. So. How'd you feel about last week's episode? I thought it was awesome. I thought it was great to get back into it. I love my new Rodecaster Pro mixing board and microphones. Cool. Uh, yeah, it was it was fun to do it again. I definitely think it took... I feel like the first few minutes took a bit of time to get back into the swing of things, but then yeah. I hit, hit our stride. I also love the fact that like certain friends were calling us out and be like, mm-hmm. why aren't you doing a podcast? You haven't done one since January. That's yeah. like, oh February, my God. February. Fe- February. I but mean, that's not any yeah. better. <laughs> no, no. It's still about the same. But no. it is nice to be back. Definitely. And you were happy with the best of uh, 2021 edition, all of our favorite songs and albums and TV shows. Absolutely. My favorite part was on the podcast, we literally called out the war on drugs with my brother. Yeah. And then yesterday, war on drugs came on and he's like, who, what band is this? It's like, it's still the war on drugs. Still the war on drugs. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So No, for sure. Well, do you want, well, first of all, should we give out our contact in folks? We yeah. didn't even give it out at the beginning of last week's. Yeah, it, let's it, do it. it. So you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Just search Live 605. We got all the gifts, memes, pictures, posts, stories, everything you could ever want. And then you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malenkamp. I'm Val Gomez 23 on Instagram and TikTok. There you go. Not posting yet on TikTok, just avid following on TikTok. On TikTok. You can also email us at live at 605 at gmail.com. I had this person emailing me last week about a promotional giveaway where he wanted to like give us five DVDs of some weird movie. Ugh. And he's like, all you gotta do is send me your podcast numbers, your URL, all this stuff. And I didn't respond. Then he kept sending me emails like, are you in? I was like, no. But he's basically was saying they would give us DVDs to give out to the listeners. Oh, we only give out live at 605 t-shirts. t-shirts. That's right. So exactly. So last week, last week we did not have. Jimmy. I know I'm Jimmy. Last week we didn't have a sponsor. Give me the sweater. <laughs> Here. Last week we didn't have a sponsorship. I think this week we have a, uh, I was going to say a conjoined sponsorship, (laughs) but we have the same sponsorship, which is uh, our trip to Loblaws. So this is our sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. One of the things, okay, so here's what I would say. There are a lot of obviously disadvantages to being in a pandemic, right? For all of the obvious ones. But throughout the pandemic, you know, certain like experiences I feel have been made more efficient, obviously Mm -hmm. more hygienic, 
going grocery shopping to me has been one of those things, right? That you've enjoyed? Yeah, because there's far less people like butting in front of you at the cashier stand. Mm. There, It's less like, it seems less busy inside, which mm. is great. So there's more room to move around with your cart and stuff. Like these are all the things you hated from like shopping in like the downtown core. Yeah, of right? course. I hated that. And so it's like parking is easy, like all of the things. So one of the things that I said just now is like, it's less busy right? Yeah. People are nicer. There's formalities to lines and things. This time we went to Loblaws and it was literally like the city of Toronto basically came down with the restrictions again. So yeah. it felt like everyone fucking lost their minds. Well, right? the first thing we entered the Loblaws and there was a group of like six people standing at the entrance talking. Yeah. Just, just like, like regular pedestrians as if nothing had happened. And it's not like the busiest space to go. It was through. clearly just like two sets of friends who bumped into each other, but they were at the very front of the store and we have a big grocery cart and we're just like, excuse me, but they weren't moving. And I'm like, if you just move two feet, a foot and a half to your left, you'd 100%. be out of every single person's way. But it also feels like in what world do you feel in like you're in, in, in your own world where nobody has COVID <laughs> and it's safe to shop everywhere, right? Yeah. It's just like, come on, just move over. Mm. And that's where my internal monologue starts running in my head where I'm like, am I going to say this out loud? Move the fuck over, yeah. right? Are you going to be like so, ludicrous and say, move, bitch? Yeah. Get <laughs> All I know is anytime I bumped into like anyone mm -hmm. in, in, in the real world, yeah. whether it's at a mall or a shopping center or anywhere, mm -hmm. my first thing is how can I not be in any single person's way? Right? Every every time since I was a wee lad, anytime. <laughs> wee lad. Yeah. So then the second one is we start going around and I actually saw this on a BuzzFeed article mm. too. Remember the guy who was like talking with his mask down on speakerphone? Do I remember? I, I, I haven't stopped <laughs> thinking about it. I wasn't able to sleep from three to six last night because no. I was thinking of this guy. Who does this stuff? <laughs> I think that was the thing. I cannot even understand how in this world, in a grocery store. In a store, world where a grocery store. <laughs> where you're stuck in an aisle of risotto <laughs> and tomato paste. How someone dares to pull down their fucking mask. To like talk on speakerphone. I, I almost don't even care about pulling the mask down. Who in the, who, I, I, I don't understand these people who speak on speakerphone in public places as if it doesn't, like no one else is around them. It's just, first of all, the person he was talking to was loud and he wasn't, he wasn't even, even in a good aisle like risotto or tomato paste. <laughs> he was in the cereal aisle next to like Captain Crunch, Lucky Charms, and Fruit Loops. Yeah. And I could just hear them like argue. And it wasn't even like a civil conversation. It was just, and it wasn't like, Whatever, maybe if you're a bit older and you're hard of hearing and you, whatever, fine. But these guys were like 30 like years old. It's like an emergency. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was just like, I can't see the Captain Crunch. And the person's like, the Captain Crunch is there. I'm like. But that's, again, my internal monologue was running. And I wanted to mm. be like, here's the fucking Captain Crunch yeah. kind of thing. You got it, bro? Like, yeah. I just so I, irritated. Uh, uh, well, also, I hated the way the guy was dressed. He had like track pants, but his, his track pants went down to his mm. ankles and his socks went up over the track pants. <laughs> we were typically serial profiling. <laughs> um, then the next thing happened. Everything happens in threes. Everything happens in threes. So John and I, so in our Loblaws, in much of like any grocery store now, you're not allowed to like pile up on a cashier. You're, just, you're not allowed to go to any line you want. There's basically a line that starts before you get to the cashiers and there's like an automated system that says cashier oh. three, cashier. Yeah. Or which, there's a human conductor. Yeah. But this is great because again, first of all, 
you know, when we used to go grocery shopping, there'd be big lineups and we'd be worried we chose the wrong line. Totally. Like, ah, but now it's like, no, you form a line at the entrance yeah. and then they tell you where to go, which is great. And they've been doing this for over a year now. Well over a well year. Over this year. is the thing. We're going into what? Year three in two. March? Two. Okay. Two. Feels like 10. Yeah. Right. So anyway, at least we've done it for a year. Yes. That's all. That's all this man yeah. needs to know. Yes. Okay. So John and I get called to go to row six. Or it was six. No, it was six. Cashier six. six. So there's clearly six lanes in front of us, mm. but there's also six lanes after us. Yeah. Right. And so when we start pulling up, to be fair, it was also really congested at our cashier lane. Remember, there was like a person asking a question yeah. and then like a person who worked there yeah. and then this guy. But this guy, so we were coming, walking up past one, two, three, four, five, six, and we've already established, we're in line six. We had to go around a, a couple yeah. co-workers and stuff. But, and there were people behind us too, waiting in the queue to go to a cashier lane. Yeah, but we get to six and we're about to push our cart up and this guy's walking from the opposite aisle. He's coming down from nine, eight, seven, and he just walks in front of us and like puts his stuff down on, on our conveyor belt. And uh, we were like, what are you doing? We're like, what are you doing? I'm like, the, the line starts over there. And yeah. he looked at me, I'm like, there's a lineup over there and I point over to the section. So John points, then the person who works at Loblaws points, yeah. then the cashier points. So does this guy not just go to the line where no. he should, he goes to the next cashier. Yeah, he goes and, on to number five. And then that cashier's like, no, the line starts over there. I think even we both shout like, no, the line's like, down there. Like, come on, man. So if there are 12 cashier lanes, he literally went to each I cashier. I think he went to everyone. To be like, whatever, can I try and jump the line? Mm -hmm. And I, I, this is the thing that drove me nuts. It wasn't to the point, because I'm like, if he had a real challenge, I feel like mm -hmm. he would have asked or been like, sorry, I just don't get like yeah. something in an apologetic Nothing. way. This guy was genuinely trying to jump the line mm. so hardcore as if he had like a blind spot for mm. like the actual like larger line. And I'm like, people like this fucking speakerphone, Captain Crunch, yeah. fucking like o Oshiega at the Oshiega, front of the yeah. front entrance. Mm. All these people need to fuck right off. Well, you know what else happened? I just remember before when we pulled into to the parking lot, I, I we always like to back into our spot. So yeah. I I, I'm a, I see a spot, I drive past it to back into it. And this does this car not just pull up and sit behind mm -hmm. me? He wasn't taking my spot, but he wouldn't move. And I had my blinker on. It was on. like a, a, not a Snuggie. What is it? A Snuggie? Yeah, no. I know. A loser. But I'm like, <laughs> there's no other spots. There's one spot. I've pulled mm -hmm. past that. I have my blinker indicating I'm going to reverse. And the guy mm -hmm. wouldn't move. So I had to drive no. forward and go somewhere else. It was just. It was very stressful. You are very much, though, you always want to back in. I have to. Because well, it's just, first of all, it's, it's easy enough to back in, but. It's harder to back out, especially in a crowded shopping mall. Like that's just dangerous. So this is so I'm like 50 50. It kind of just depends what happens. But the one thing that always stresses me out because I feel like somebody's going to steal our groceries mm. is if you back in our backseat doors are farther away from where the cart is. And I'm always nervous that if we leave our cart in front of our car mm. to like carry our groceries if somebody's just like walking they'll mm. steal our groceries maybe i know i've never had that <laughs> thought in my mind yeah, before i always have that thought very strange it's, it's very strange next time pay attention when we go to loblaws i kind of like stagger and wait behind till you go to the door mm. and then i'll come and then i'll go to the door interesting yeah. okay well that's that is our sponsorship of the week sponsorship of the week <laughs> Oh.
<laughs> Happy verbs. So, what uh, what is the theme of this week's podcast? I feel like we're coming back with another huge episode. This is going to be a big, big season because we were off for so long. So we've come full circle, and it it is actually timely. So this episode is called Vaccine Voyagers. Voyagers, and it's our whole experience of getting all three vaccine shots, basically from the past year. And I I feel like because one, we're millennials. Uh, two, we've had most of the reactions the general population has either had, but mm. we're obviously such enthusiasts um, and like advocates for people to get their vaccine despite the reactions. Yeah, I guess this is like a disclaimer. You always got, you know, if you post anything about vaccines yeah. on Instagram, they put like a disclaimer. It's basically like we're telling people. We, you should get your vaccine shots. That's 100%. our stance. Get vaccinated. Well, that'll come as part of the story. Exactly. Uh, we're not political. We're not here to talk about uh, nothing too crazy. We just want to have some fun yeah, and, and hang out. to have fun, you need to get vaccines. Get, get, get vaccinated. Just <laughs> yeah. come on, just do it. And it also is interesting because because we got vaccinated, we were able to have more stories that's for the what, podcast and I'm do more about. fun things. So, so should we just talk about like the general status in the GTA? If you want to. Well, I want to set the stage. So basically, March 2021, right? It came out that like seniors were able, long-term care facilities, um, obviously like healthcare workers were starting to be on the docket to get vaccines, Mm. right? Canada had just purchased X amount. It was starting to roll out. However, John and me as millennials were slated for the first time to get our booster probably in September. September was the first time it seemed like it would reach our age group. And so I think, you know, we were getting excited. Like our parents obviously Mm -hmm. got theirs like April, Mm -hmm. kind of March, April. Yeah, March, April. Right? And then like, you know, there was the three. And I don't even know what their new AG names are, but it's like Pfizer, Moderna, and AstraZeneca. And I said from the beginning, I wanted Moderna, Moderna. right? But we would have taken whatever was available, obviously. Right? So then, finally, this brilliant thing comes out called, what is it? Vaccine Hunters? Yeah, Vaccine on Twitter, which is outside of Canada. I think it's just, it was a Canadian Twitter Mm -hmm. account. Basically, Vaccine Hunters was a Twitter account that would tell people... Mm -hmm. Well, here's this. You got to back up a little bit more was basically, yeah, they would open up in March and April. They opened it up to older people, 70 plus. And I it was six. I know, that. but I'm just, I'm saying, I'm trying okay. to jump back into it. Okay. But there was no way for people to make appointments that were younger than these groups. However, there were certain things like pop-up shops. Oh, yes. Pop-up clinics that were coming that would be available to anyone or it'd be like, if you're in this hot zone, you can go here. So it wasn't the vac- the, the purpose of vaccine hunters. Mm-hmm was to tell people who weren't necessarily eligible that you could be eligible via pop-up, via where you live or your job and stuff like that. So one of the challenges, and like, this was the thing, this was like winning the lottery. So if like, we were obviously wanting to get vaccinated for all of the reasons, the obvious reasons. And so one of the challenges was we didn't live in a hot zone. No, there was no pop-up shop that we, at the point where we were trying to figure out where to go. And our works weren't in hot zones either somehow. Somehow. And so, which is crazy because all of, all of the things we, we think we're in a hot, like we're just in high traffic areas. Yeah. We're, we're still downtown. It got to a point where it'd be like, you know, it turned out like a bunch of our friends were, were starting to get vaccines, not because of the drop to the the age group, but because they were certain Mm -hmm. Apparently lived in hot zones. No and, shaking. I'm it's sorry. A sound. <laughs> because they lived in in hot zones, mm-hmm. and so we started getting like 
FOMO that all of a sudden, what's so funny? You're shaking. I can't help it. I got Jimmy legs. I'm like Ronnie. I got crazy. I know, but it makes a shaky sound. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> Keep You go, you go, you go. Okay, so no, but yeah, all of our friends were getting their vaccines. If You know, friends who are pharmacists like Becca, Lil, obviously working for PHAC, right? And then like, like all of our friends who worked in healthcare, like it just started happening in waves, hot spots. And I was like, what the shit? So now I have FOMO. Yeah. I'm like, why are we getting any vaccines? Because set the stage. What time frame is this now? Like May? May. Or, or May or April? Early May. Because we got ours May 9th. Yeah. But this, I think this was like mid-April. No, early yeah. April. People yeah. our age who we knew were getting vaccines. And again, you would get jealous because it's like, oh, like you want to get vaccinated. It's like, oh, cool. This person's vaccinated. They can maybe go <laughs> see their parents a bit more safe or friends. And we were just, yeah, we were getting so, so anxious. So I know basically we had two experiences or one day when I'm like, okay, it's a Saturday Let's just follow vaccine hunters and wherever they say there's a pop-up that's open to anyone with a Toronto area code or a Toronto postal code, we're just going to do it. So we spent one... Go ahead. I was going to say, the only other part of the backstory is you got to remember, Toronto was in a lockdown and nothing was open from November till June. Yeah. So there was one day when I was checking vaccine hunters, I believe it was a Saturday, it was early May, and they said two places... Mm -hmm. They, yeah, two places are now taking our pop up shops, taking anyone with an M for with with the Toronto postal code. Yeah, first one was at Woodbine Racetracks, which is not close to us. No, it's right? like a forty <laughs> minute drive, probably. But we're like, fuck it, like let's just. Well, and that's the point. It's like everything's shut down, so it's like, what else do we have to do? Let's go friggin' chase these vaccines mm-hmm. around the city. So the Woodbine one that we. So drove up we, there. We drove there and there was a bit of miscommunication where it wasn't open. It was only actually actually only open for people in hot zones. But then it turned out my work was in a hot zone. Yeah, and I got upset. No, you didn't. Because I was like, I told you, I'm like, if I had, I, I didn't know that till we got, we got there and the person's like, no, this isn't for anyone. It's only if you're in a hot zone. Here's all the postal codes. I'm like, well, I think my work is considered in a hot zone, but I didn't have any of Which my credentials, sucks. but I'm like, let me go on my phone and go to my HR website and see if I can get my um, pay stub. Cause they're like, if your pay stub mm-hmm. says it, it counts or anything. And I did it. And even though I work in a hot zone, my pay stubs were for a different totally. zone. And I'm like, I can't, I can't do it. So it, it didn't work out. And so that was the one when we went to Woodbine, there was like the huge parking lot. There was like a band playing. But there were so many people. It was so organized. It was but so like, organized. But I think what was really annoying us is we were seeing like, and again, good, I'm glad all these people did, but we were seeing like 18 year olds being know. like, I just got my vaccine shot. I'm like, dude, I'm 35. Like, yeah. let me get my shot. Come on, it's man. It's so brutal. And so it's again, just the FOMO. You're it's like, the FOMO. I want to get my shots. Right? Again, it's all good. It's, it's, it's a good problem to have. People were getting vaccinated. 100%. Young people were getting vaccinated. But we were just like, damn it. And so it was really good. Like even our friends were like texting us, like try this location, try this location. And so then. But that same day. So after Woodbine was a no go. I was back on Vaccine Hunters, and they said, 100%, go to uh, this site at Weston Road, open to anyone. It's pop-up for anyone. So I'm like, fuck it, let's go. It's like another 20-minute drive from Woodbine. We go there, and do we not see like a line just 
around the block, right? It was insane. It was like, and they were playing reggae music. Oh, Remember, yeah, it was were. like all Bob Marley. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, it was, I was feeling all right. So it was <laughs> good. But the line was, to John's point, like down the block, around the corner. Remember that day I was like, I might get a smoothie. And yeah. we went to that one like random shop to get me a smoothie. Because I was like, I'm so tired and like thirsty. And so then, but, yeah. But basically we got there and there's like a bunch of people working there and they're just like, no, we're done. No more. We're not taking anyone else. Mm-hmm. So it was a huge, it was just like, we struck out so many times. We were, you know, it just, again, sucked. We kept chasing mm-hmm. vaccine hunters and we just, nothing was nothing. working. Nothing worked out. And so then, so on, that was Saturday. So then Sunday. Oh yeah, we, it was the next day. It was the next day. Cause we were, we went to go see my mom. Yeah. Right. So we went to go rally with my mom and my brothers and it was like super fun. And we were already out in the burbs, right? Yes. Mississauga, Oakville area. We had hung out for like four hours in our bubble kind of thing, like did our thing and then drove all the way back to Toronto. It was probably around like six. It was about six o'clock. And I remember you were upstairs doing some stuff and I was watching baseball and I just ignored my, I was just watching baseball. Mm-hmm. And because I had PVR the Jays game, I'm like, I'm not checking Twitter because I don't want to see any yeah. of the score or anything. And then game ends and I look, I'm like, oh shit, there's this place in Brampton that's open to anyone, and it keeps saying no lines, no mm-hmm. lines. People come right now. So I, I tell you, it's yeah, it's like six thirty or seven. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's a place in Brampton that has no lines. What do you think? I was like, let's do it. Yeah. So back on the highway we go. And if I if I had read Twitter three hours earlier, to go from Mississauga to Brampton probably would have been like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, this took about forty five minutes to an hour to yeah. drive out there. So I think we got there around like seven 30 ish or so about seven 30. And basically it was, and is, uh, the Brampton Brampton Islamic, Islamic center was open to anyone who lived in Toronto. So basically we drove there and we could see a line was forming outside. Remember we're like, shit, well we yeah. saw people showing you where to park and you were kind of parking like in a back alley. And I remember when we parked, we saw people getting out of cars and running. Yeah. So I'm like, Let's hightail. Yeah. So we had to run. It literally felt like in the 90s when you'd see like commercials or news segments on like Black Friday Boxing Day deals and like people like stampeding the front of the line mm-hmm. and stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, like I don't even know where the fuck we are. Your, your watches. Um, I was like, I don't even know where the fuck we are. Like what happens if this doesn't work? So we're just going to line up and the, roll there the was, dice. There's a pretty big, it wasn't huge, but it was big. And I think when I read online was the Islamic Center was only open until nine o'clock and we got there at this time it's like eight o'clock mm-hmm. or so and we get to line. i'd say there's probably 150 people in front of us or so yeah and we're in line and i'm like okay it's not awful but this is pretty big and then all of a sudden we see a guy with a clipboard counting people yeah okay and so like this is the thing my hat and heart go out to all these volunteers oh yeah doing it but i have never been more terrified of a system yeah and so this guy to john's point had a clipboard and then he also had pink post-it notes, right? Yes. And so every X amount of people, he would give up post-it note and you wanted to be on the right side of that post-it note. Well, I was just so scared that he was going to get to five people before us and be like, sorry, this is this is it. We only have 500 vaccine shots mm-hmm. and this is number 500 and you guys are 505. Yeah. So we're like, please just get to us and keep counting. And so here's the thing. It's now getting dark. It's about probably like eight o'clock. Yeah. It's darker. It's getting colder. Oh, yeah. And it's like, like a, a freaking cross section of people dressed up. Like some people are in their winter jackets. Some people were like in shorts waiting again, outside. It, it, was, it was May, but we got there and it was still sunlight. And so the good thing is the guy at the clipboard comes, he counts us and keeps going. Mm-hmm. And he goes about 15 people past us. And then someone says, mm-hmm. is there enough for us here? And he basically, what he said 
which gave me some hope, but not 100% hope was he's like, there should be enough for everyone who's in line right now. He said, should. Yeah. Didn't say there was. And I'm like, oh my God. And again, there's probably 150 people in front of us. And it took us. Probably like, we didn't get into like nine. They stayed well, open later, which they, was they really They stayed nice. open later, but it probably, we were in line for probably an hour and a half, slowly inching closer. And we were so scared. We're like, you know, you could see the uh, outside the door is where they would take your name. Like they, a tent. A tent. And the, yeah, you're like, Let's, if we just get to the tent, we'll be fine. And you were just so worried again because we didn't know how many shots there were that we mm-hmm. would get up there and they'd be like, no, sorry. That's it. Because also people were in line. And you oh, could they t- had appointments. Yeah, people had appointments. So they would walk in. But yeah. also maybe someone would be in line in front of us and their partner parked the car and there's five yeah. people with them. So people were still getting in front of you because of they were holding the line. So we were so, so nervous because again, we just want to get our first dose. Totally. And I equally felt bad because there were like clearly like parents with like really young kids who are clearly are not applicable but it yeah. was so cold but, outside yeah exactly so eventually we make it to the tent and it was life-changing when we made it in the tent yeah and you like obviously did the protocol like double mask like yeah. they ask you like your questions mm-hmm. and everything it felt like we had won the lottery that is how cool well, yeah. i felt like it Same was here. straight up fomo like the whole experience yeah we get inside i remember just being feeling so happy and i was like oh my god we did it we did mm-hmm. it I was so happy. I'm like, I'm going to take a picture. And I take a picture and this woman, rightfully so, she's like, you can't take pictures in here or whatever. Which is weird because I felt like everyone took pictures. Well, they did. But I think maybe because it was an Islamic center. It's a religious place. You can't do it. That's fair. Again, because on Instagram, you see all your friends and people posting pictures, getting their shots. I'm like, okay, well, I thought it's just (laughs) what you do. But I got reprimanded. Well, I was going to say you got reprimanded on the first one, but the second one came to bat for you. <laughs> shaddy. Right. So Slim Shaddy. We had John and I obviously went up separately to different people. How were you nervous to get it? Like at all? Because uh, well, I feel like I've had more needles in my life just based on getting my dental surgery. You, you well, I haven't had needles in a long time, but I've had needles in my leg, back of my head. But yeah. uh needles in my arm, I wasn't no, I wasn't worried at all, to be honest. I was mm-hmm. more excited. You know, it's one of those things where it's like pain for pleasure i'm like i'm kind of excited to see how much it hurts so okay i will say and this is like kind of like it's all myth busting i would say everyone because everyone is different and handles medication and stuff differently of course right i would say from what i heard from friends who got astrazeneca they had like 24 hours of like just feeling a little bit like sluggish Mm -hmm. if you will pfizer not so much a lot of like our parents really didn't have much of anything like maybe a sore arm but nothing Mm -hmm. right moderna i didn't even actually know a lot of people who had moderna outside of us in the end but yeah basically sluggish kind of like 24 hour sick maybe right yeah so, so, so how, yeah, were you nervous to get your actual shot in the arm? Or like you said, you've had so much. You know what? After dental you. surgery and having so many needles in your gums, Ugh. right? And you're like looking at them as they happen. I wasn't nervous at all. The guy was like, the. I feel like the gentleman doing the shot asked me in a weird way, like, do you use a lot of needles? And I'm like, what? Like, huh? Like drugs? <laughs> yeah. I was like, no. Right. And so then, um, what you gonna call it? And he's like, do you have any preference on the arm? And I was like, yeah, I guess go with left. Yeah. Right. And so then I was, cause I'm right-handed. Same. And so, um, he did it. It was fine. I did remember seeing in the periphery as I walked to like my waiting seat, mm-hmm. the, like a bed, I guess, if you like pass yeah. out and well, that made me a little nervous. Yeah, because you you can have a queasy stomach sometimes yeah. and stuff like that. No, I my lady asked the same. Jimmy. My lady asked the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, 
are you scared of knee- needles? Do you have a history of fainting? I'm like, no, I'll just mm-hmm. stick it in me or whatever. <laughs> and we did it. And it was over and done in like two seconds. And yeah, we went and waited Felt next to each fine. other. Waited the 15 minutes. You were up first and everything. And then mm-hmm. I think, how was your, what were your first feelings? The second we walked out the door and got into the car. Because yeah, by the time... We got there, what, around 7.30, 8. I think we, we left at like 9.30. No, no, it was after 10. I wrote oh, it down. Damn. So, it was, yeah, it was closer to probably 10, 15, 10, 30. Yeah. When we got into our car and mm-hmm. started driving home, what was like your first thoughts that ran through your head? I think you said your arm was sore. So, I drove home? No, I, I drove home because you drove there. Oh, okay. I remember I drove. But yeah, my arm was a little sore, but yeah. I'm like, it's fine to drive. But I was like, I feel fine. Well, I know. I'm, I'm saying in the bigger sense. How did you feel? Oh, I felt Sorry. like... Like, I felt like a superhero. Mm. Like, it really was, like, obviously, it takes time to, like, work in all of this stuff. But I felt, one, that I did my part. Two, that we were so fortunate to, you know, luck out because, to our point earlier, we thought our demographic wouldn't actually be slated unless it was at a pop-up till, mm. like, the end of the summer. Yeah. Um. So, no, all around, like superhero status what about you yeah all the same things i couldn't believe we had finally gotten our first shot because i remember in december of 2020 reading articles where yeah it's saying like if you're you know this age group you probably mm-hmm. won't get it till september of the following year and the yeah. fact that we got it in may i'm like oh this is great hopefully maybe you know that means we'll get our second shot in september well and the other side of it was like obviously like we have friends and family around the world and everything mm-hmm. but like canada was a little slow moving on getting mm-hmm. vaccines mm-hmm. originally so i was talking to like friends who live in the states and they were already on their second shot eating in restaurants yeah. toronto's still in a lockdown so this felt so yeah. optimistic that's what i was gonna say i was listening to a lot of podcasts with people who are like had their by May they had their second shot and they yeah. live in the states. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm so jealous and whatever. So, all right. So, so go. No, well, <laughs> fast forward. How did you feel the next day and the next seven days? <laughs> so I actually felt fine. Mm-hmm. My arm was not sore. No, I had no problems for your birthday week, right? right. And it was very much like. Everything was fine. I know your arm was a little sore, right? Well, yeah. Basically, when I woke up the next day, my arm was definitely sore, but not awful. But then three days later, it was extremely sore. I remember it being so painful, but I didn't have anything else. No weakness, no chills, no Mm -hmm. symptoms, just a really, really sore arm. But by day six, I felt completely fine. So the weird thing was totally fine. And then I, I remember taking a picture of this. So like a week later... All of a sudden on my arm, Mm. right? We had like switched detergents. I was nervous. Like we obviously had bed bugs before. I got this giant bullseye on my arm and I'm like, yo, I thought because of my darker skin, I was like, I'm like immune to bed bugs. So I was like, what is this? Well, No, what what happened was, yeah, you got these, this big bump on your arm and there may have been two other little ones and we were both looking at it and we're like, okay, well maybe... It's something to do with the shot, but we both, we didn't tell each other, but we were both thinking bed bugs. I'm like, I'm not going to say bed bugs because I don't want to scare you. And well, I don't. But then I was also like, why don't you have them? But then you were also saying like, oh, maybe it's like Lyme disease because it looked like a bullseye. Yeah. And once when we went to a cottage, I thought I had Lyme's disease. So I had to go on like antibiotics or something. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, the, yeah. So that was scary. And again, all like the walk-in clinics were closed down. So after like a few days, because your arm was so red and so hot and so itchy i'm like we gotta it, we gotta it stung through my whole hand yeah so i'm like we have to get you to see a doctor because we don't know what's going on here and so at that point 
we called like the Loblaws pharmacy mm. person and like emailed them and then sent some pictures. They were only pictures. doing virtual, they were doing virtual appointments. So they told you take as many pictures as you can email it to us so that the doctor can see it before your appointment. So because this was so new in Canada um, and I had the Moderna shot, I just, are you okay? Yeah, I'm just sniffing. Oh, okay. I turned my mic off so oh, people okay. wouldn't hear it. <laughs> so my nose was a little plugged, so sorry. Go ahead. Um. So anyway, so basically, <laughs> I'm back. So basically, um, because the vaccines were so new, like it wasn't something that was like I feel well documented at the time. So I'm describing my symptoms to the pharmacist or the doctor, doctor, and she's like, "Oh, Val, you have something called COVID arm." COVID arm. And I'm like, "Excuse me, now, right?" And so she's like what shot did you get and i'm like moderna and she's like oh you're in this like three percent of women no who- no 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 she i wrote it you're in the three percent of the population who get it oh shit <laughs> but 95 percent of people who get it are women yeah but this only happens to three percent of the population oh great so, so you're even worse <laughs> so if you're gonna get it most likely women will only get it but only three percent of yeah. men and women get this and i can, okay so i cannot describe to you like you could fry a fucking egg on it my arm hot. it was so hot and like it, it looked disgusting but it was also just the way it felt through my hand it like stiffened up my hand mm-hmm. to the point where my left arm was basically like usable yeah. right for like i think a week yeah, but what what did the doctor say to you about your next shot? So she's like, okay, just make sure. She's like, it's totally fine. This will go away. She's like, don't use this as a reason to not get your second vaccine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, God, no. Like, of course, I'll get my second vaccine. But I'm like, how long will this last? Like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, just put like an ice pack on it. Take some Advil. And I'm like, okay. And totally fair. It did go down. It just felt weird because we had gone. I can't remember where we went, but I was like, we went hiking or something. So I'm like, maybe I did get bitten somehow. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and it just felt weird because it came seven days later. Yeah. But she's, she, the doctor asked you again, like when, when mm-hmm. did you notice this? And you're like, Oh, about seven days. She's like, that's when it happens. It, it always yeah. usually happens seven to eight, 10 days after you get your first shot. So it was just like, it, it, it is what it was. It was co- You had a COVID arm, which is crazy. Crazy. But so, again, the good outweigh the bad, obviously. Don't let this stop anyone from ever getting your shots. Well, if there was a one to stop me, it wouldn't have been <laughs> the first one. It probably would have been the second one. But obviously, I'm still boosted up with three. <laughs> so fast forward now. And I think after we got our first shot, they were still saying mid-September to early mm-hmm. October for our age range to yeah. get the second shot. And we're like, you know, at this point, the numbers were going down because it was summertime. We were hoping to maybe go to a cottage with a couple of friends. Mm-hmm. We hadn't seen my family in Ottawa in months and months and months. We're like, well, mm-hmm. you know, if we have one shot, is it a bit safe to go out there it's and stuff? One shot. Oh, boy, Ronnie. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the government comes <laughs> yeah. out. You sound like it's like in prison break. <laughs> the government, the company, the government mm-hmm. comes out and says... Anyone, anyone who got their shot... Who's 18 and over. Anyone 18 and over who got their first shot on May 9th and mm-hmm. prior is now eligible to get their second shot. And what day did we get our mm-hmm. first shot? May 9th. One of the very few times... Hold on. I, I, uh, uh, there's no, like, clapping. I was trying to do a sound effect. <laughs> I did chimes and sets. So wait, let me do... Um, chimes? Like... That's going to sound like it's a dream. Oh, that's true. <laughs> So this one's better. I'm going to do womp womp. So I felt so bad for people who got their dose after May 9th because they were not eligible to get their second shot. 
But I couldn't believe it because usually that's not our oh, luck. Our luck would be... 100% do not have luck. So the great news was... So, so we got our shot May 9th, which meant we were eligible to get... I think this... Sorry, the announcement was like early June. Yeah. That's like, okay, anyone 18 and over who got their shot May 9th prior is now eligible to get their second dose. And they now had the government website that mm-hmm. you go to to, to register. Mm-hmm. So I remember everything was open up whatever day it was at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. So I go on the, the website and I'm in this virtual line. There's like 500,000 people in front of me. <laughs> and and it, I was so frustrated because nothing was, everything yeah. was book solid. And mm-hmm. I tried for days and days and days to get our second shot and nothing was working. The one thing I was thinking about was we have never, I think as two adults, competed for something. Like concert tickets would be the only similar thing, right? Mm-hmm. Signing online at like midnight to get like Tame Impala tickets or something, yeah. right? This was like nothing I've ever dealt with. Right. Like you were on like multiple computers. Oh, I, I had multiple computers going and like, my phone and your phone going. Two computers, one phone at once to yeah. try and get us, and just nothing. It was so, again, not political, whatever. But the government website to book your vaccines mm-hmm. in Ontario were very poorly organized and uh, ran because oh, you just couldn't. You, you couldn't, couldn't do anything. But I would say like Israel has it right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. They're so progressive. They are. They're on their fourth dose. I agree with you. There you go. (laughs) So uh, the one good thing about the government website was, you know, you could find other places that were maybe Mm -hmm. uh, giving out doses. So basically, I found a pharmacy that was like like a five-minute drive from us that was given Moderna. I'm like, okay, well, let me contact this pharmacy and just see what's happening. Again, this is like a Tuesday or something. I'm like, hey, yeah, my wife and I had Moderna. We're eligible. My wife. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my wife. And I'm like, can we make an appointment to get our shot? And the guy uh, is just like, no appointment necessary, but just come tomorrow at noon. Yeah. I'm like, oh, but what if there's a lineup or this or that? And I'm and like. Again, but we also had second round vaccine of me. Of course. All of our friends were starting to get them yeah, too. They're able to book it somehow through the website. Yeah. Like, oh, we're fully vaxxed. And again, at the time, two was all you needed. And right. they're just like. And mm. most of our friends are actually Pfizer kids because mm-hmm. we were like, the whole thing was you wanted to get two of the same kind. Yeah. Pfizer. Did the womp womp. <laughs> no, that's anyone's good. So eventually this guy's like, okay, come tomorrow at noon. And again, I can't sleep the next night. So I'm like, what if there's a lineup? What if we get there, wait in line? And then he's out of it, all this mm-hmm. stuff. Where do we park? It's like this weird area. That's not any real parking. So, and it's like a Tuesday or Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So we're both working. I'm like, okay, well noon, mm-hmm. We get in the car and we drive the five minutes <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, there's three parking spots in front of the pharmacy. I'm like, oh, damn, like it's a three spot parking spot and yeah. all three of them are open. I'm like, shit, okay, well, we got a spot and I'm like, there's no one, there's no lineup to go inside the pharmacy. Which is insane. And so I'm like, again, kind of like the first one, I'm like, I'm like, Kate, damn it, run. <laughs> we got to get there. So we run inside and the, the pharmacy, pharmacy is completely empty. And it's not like a big pharmacy. Like, let's no. just set the stage of this one. It's like noon in an apartment building, lower area that has a pharmacy at the bottom of an apartment building. Yeah, exactly. It's so at it's the bottom narrow. of an apartment building. Yeah, it's not like a, a pharmacy inside a Loblaws or shop or even yeah. like a well-known like... Um, Shoppers Drug Mart, exactly. Rexall. It's not that. It's just like an independent pharmacy. Yeah. And this guy that we're talking to is there. I'm like, oh, are you shady? He's like, oh, it's actually shady. I'm like, ah. <laughs> and he's just like, okay. I'm like, we're here to get our... Moderna, because I'm waiting for him to be like, nope, not eligible. Yeah. I'm like, this is too easy. We've got a parking spot. No one's here. And yeah. he's just like, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. I'm like, really? He's like, 
yeah, just fill out these forms. Yeah, come behind the counter. Come behind the counter. We fill out these forms. I'm like, oh my God, we're, we're doing it. We're going to be fully vaxxed. And so I think one of the things that I love is like, he's obviously like, we were talking to him during the whole experience and, you know, he, he said it. He's like, this is me doing our part. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, a lot of healthcare workers in, in like pharmacists don't get paid a lot. And like, we're obviously working a ton. And so he's like, if you could just write like a nice comment, yeah. he's like, you know, seeing the smiles and everything is like way more fulfilling. And so it's like, that made me feel good. Cause it was probably the more human contact dose we've had. Yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah. So did I go first or did you go first? You, I think you went first mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I'm like, are you cool if we take pictures and stuff? The guy's yeah. like, yeah, of course. Take, take and as he many. Was in him. <laughs> yeah. He's like, take as many pictures as you want. So you. No, I think, no, I think I did go first because you're like, okay, I'm going to take a picture. So he sticks me with the needle and you take a picture (laughs) and he does a thumbs up, but he literally (laughs) kept the needle in my arm as you took this picture. So the needle was in my arm for probably, honestly, probably 10 seconds. And I'm like, okay, this actually kind of hurts. And he puts it, he does the needle thing. I'm like, ah, fuck. Okay, but good. I'm done. Yeah. He does you. I take a picture, but he's not posing this time. So I'm like, he's in and out for you. And it was funny. We're like, is that it? He's like, yeah, you're all good. And then when we're like, he didn't say that thing where you have to like wait around well, I think for 15 all th- minutes. I think all three of us forgot to wait around because yeah. you're supposed to wait 15 minutes in case you have a reaction. And But we were chatting with him and he's like, oh, yeah. he's like, oh, so uh, do you want to keep this bottle? Yeah. And I was like, huh? <laughs> right. And he's like, yeah. He's like, you know, it'll be like in a time capsule. He gave us the empty bottle the of Moderna. Ma- Moderna. He's like, yeah. He's like, it's a time capsule. He's like, you'll tell your kids about this in 30 years. Yeah. He's like, or you can just put water in it and sell it on the black market. Could just do whatever you want and with we're it. like, oh my God, right? And like, so- This guy is shady, not shady. <laughs> but we're like, yeah, I guess so. And I'm like, I, 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 like wanted I wanted it. So it's sitting up in our medicine cabinet we'll now. We'll post a picture with it and all that stuff. Totally. And I remember showing it to like- my friends, um, like all of our friends, but then even friends at work. And they were like, how'd you even get this? I like, know. He gave it to us. He gave it to <laughs> us. So. So not physically, but mentally, how did you feel once we got our second shot? Keep in mind, we didn't know that you would need a booster. There's talks totally. of it, but at this point, we're fully vaccinated. What is it? We're 95% immune to whatever it was, right? Yeah. Now I was like, yo, I am straight up invisible as a superhero. Like, yeah, I felt we're still like going to be responsible, obviously. Yeah. Wear a mask where you have to, but we felt like, yeah, felt like invis- invincible. 100%. And so I think it, it made me, one, more excited to go to the cottage because all of our friends were vac- double vaxxed. Yeah, we basically rented a cottage with six of us. Yeah. So again, it wasn't 20 people. It was still responsible mm-hmm. and everyone was fully vaccinated. Yeah, so that was really good. And then just more, like even though the numbers were really down in Toronto at that point, like I think they were well under like 100, Oh yeah, at this point in the summertime, the numbers were way down. And not even in Toronto, sorry, in Ontario. Yeah. Um, What you're going to call it. It was such a nice feeling to be in the summer. So yeah, like I came back, we both went back on to like, to start working again. Yeah, we basically just took a lunch break and yeah. we were back, bef- we were back by like 1245. Yeah, so that we was really good. We got a car wash too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> it was in and out. We were there for 10 minutes. Totally. And so, how do you feel? I felt fine for the day and then after dinner, probably around 930, I was like, I'm a little tired. Can we just go watch TV on the bed upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> and we just started watching Succession. Yeah. So my thing was we finished dinner and I started getting like, so I think people were saying on their second shot because it's a higher dosage mm-hmm. of the vaccine, you you might feel some after effects mm-hmm. from it. And so we were like, okay, so we kind of knew we would start feeling a little bit wonky yeah. just given what we had heard now from like other people. However, at around eight, 
o'clock that night we dinner at like 8 30 usually i was like oh kind of getting cold yeah right and so like we eat dinner and i was like i'm i'm pretty cold yeah right <laughs> and so i was like freezing and so i'm like maybe we'll go watch succession in our like mm-hmm. second bedroom with yeah. like the tv or whatever and so um he was like okay um sorry i'm just getting like whatsapp messages That's um okay. popular which <laughs> um so i was like john let's go upstairs because i'm fucking freezing mm-hmm. and we'll watch succession in bed yeah i cannot even tell you what that episode was about <laughs> i was so deliriously cold like you could not cocoon me with more blankets mm-hmm. that night and so so basically i felt not as bad as you but then i went to bed probably around midnight mm-hmm. and exactly 12 after 12 hours after my shot i got unbelievably uh, cold chills. I was freezing. Mm-hmm. My teeth were chattering, and for the whole for the whole evening, we just couldn't mm-hmm. sleep. Which night was it when I was like that? What? I was like four days later. Oh, okay, yeah. So then, so tell people what. And again, we're not saying this to tell you not to get your shot. I would do this mm-hmm. every time, but th- this mm-hmm. is just our experience. Yeah, I have been told my reaction to the second shot is the worst most people have heard. I've also heard the worse reaction, the better your immune yeah, system is, which so. makes you know, my superhero genes, right? And so, okay, so in the middle of the night, it was probably like 3 a.m., 4 Mm a.m. or something. I'm like, it's happening, right? (laughs) I gotta go. I was puking for the next 24 hours straight, Mm -hmm. every hour on the hour, and I had extreme chills, but then I guess I was sweating the whole way through. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, kill me now. This is the worst I would ever feel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I felt bad because I couldn't do anything to help you because I also had like really bad chills mm-hmm. and I would get really hot and feverish. And then probably around 9 a.m., you got out of bed to try and shower. I'm like, okay, I'll try and shower. And I mm-hmm. bar- I could barely get into the shower because I feel so ex- weak. weak and exhausted. And then I'm in the shower. I'm like, oh, I got to get I'm going to throw up. And I, I threw up in the, in the bathtub or in the toilet. Then like I gotta get down to the basement to email my boss to say I can't I can't yeah. work today and to go from upstairs to the basement I I was I could barely do it I was so exhausted and from there I climbed up to the main floor and I'm like I'm just gonna lie down on the couch and you had already passed out on the spare bedroom <laughs> and I would say for the next ten hours or so we didn't even interact because like we were just in and out of sleep we both had huge migraines we yeah. both felt hot cold flashes um weak but remember the what you saved me with popsicle yeah yeah we, we had, didn't eat anything no i think and we were so dehydrated yeah i think eventually like say three o'clock we met in the the, the living room i'm like we gotta have like a popsicle so we mm-hmm. didn't eat anything and you had that then we were both like can we just go lie down in our bedroom upstairs mm-hmm. and I think we both laid down in bed. And slept for three more three hours. Three more hours. But we were talking. I'm like, what are you feeling? You're like, I have a migraine my whole head. I'm yeah. like, I have the exact same thing. You're like, my body is weak. I feel like I'm going to vomit. I'm like, same thing. Mm-hmm. We had the ex- exact same symptoms. And, but how did your arm feel? Did it hurt or was it okay? No, and I, I said this to you. I was like, everything besides my arm hurts. And I said, my arm hurts 10 times worse than the first dose. I'm like, I think it's because the guy stuck me for 10 seconds. <laughs> But like, so I'm kind of jumping ahead, but after about 24 hours, so yeah, so then, sorry, I'll, I'll just keep it chronological. So we go back into bed about five o'clock. We sleep for another three hours. I'm like, okay, so now it's probably about nine or 10 o'clock. I'm like, I'm starting to feel better. If I was at 5%, I'm like, I'm probably at 
60% right now. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I woke up like, by about 10 o'clock. I was feeling a bit better to at least eat some toast and drink some orange juice. And then I went to bed that night, woke up, and I would say after 24 hours, I was probably like 90% better. But how are you feeling? Oh, still horrible. I think this was the thing where it was like, what? five days yeah you each day you got each day you got a little bit better but by like day two and three you were still in really rough shape yeah and i think it's like um i've never been good on medication or antibiotics and stuff like my stomach always kind of like kind whatever yeah but um the chills the sweating the dehydration headaches the headaches all of it like the the fatigue and feeling just weak was like super real. So I, I I know like both of us took the next day off completely. Yeah. But I think I started working yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Like and kept like jumping into in and out of meetings. But it was like it was so hard to stay on virtual calls. Yeah. Right. And, and have like the energy I normally you would. even wasted a good Jersey day. Oh my God. And you know when I'm upset or not feeling good, I was like, if I'm sitting up straight by like 10 minutes into the episode, I was like hanging off the arm of the chair with yeah. my arm over my head, like squeezing it. I was like, can we it? just turn this off and get you to bed? You're like, no, I got to watch Jersey yeah, and I'm like, I got to see Snooky. But again, you kind of, we kind of touched about it. Well, these will be further or future episodes, but after we got their second shot, we felt so good because two weeks later, we we're planning a quick visit to Ottawa to see my family. And then mm-hmm. like a, a, three weeks after that, we were going to the cottage to see a couple friends. So it just been like okay we did our part mm-hmm. we're seeing all vaccinated people this is mm-hmm. a bit more normal so when what was your thoughts going into the third booster <laughs> so they had announced that everyone kind of needs a top up which mm. i'm happy to do for the rest of my life of course 100 percent um and so then it was very much like if you had your second shot six months ago mm-hmm. i think at the beginning of december which the number started climbing again <laughs> in the gta yep. so like if we were around like 500 in ontario in december with the onset of omicron mm-hmm. as a variant i think the numbers were like five thousand. then it was like 7,000 and like we'll we'll talk about this when we talk about like birthdays and things yeah right like I would say my birthday week was like incrementally the the Omicron week yeah right and so um we obviously didn't get to do anything with like friends um or family but it was great I would still say John and I still like lived it up which was awesome um but going into that we're like okay we can get like uh 70 plus healthcare workers again um, long-term care facility individuals, they're all getting their booster. Mm-hmm. So now there's an opportunity. Um, they made an announcement, I think after January 1st, mm-hmm. anyone over the age of 18 mm-hmm. is eligible. And so the weird thing was, again, this this kind of takes us back to vaccine number one, yeah. where it was like, first it was 70 plus, then it was a fucking free-for-all. Yeah, it went from the- 70 plus to 18 plus. <laughs> so literally... You were like the entire population of Ontario almost mm-hmm. was vying on this portal website yeah. to try and get their booster shot. Yeah, and same thing again. The day it opened up, I did it right when everything opened up. I'm using two computers and a phone, and nothing's available. It, but then it would be weird because you would keep Jimmy. You would keep. I know because I'm getting stressed out by this. <laughs> I would click refresh, and then be like, okay, this place is taking people. I would open it. Oh, there's a spot. I clicked the spot, but it'd be gone. Like it would just, things would pop up, but they'd instantly be gone. And also the issue was you can't book the same household together. 
So that's why I did do... Which is kind of weird. So on one computer, I have your health card. and the other computer, I have my health card. I'm trying to get us at the same time, but mm-hmm. I couldn't even get one appointment, let alone two. And I, again, I tried this for three or four days. And then finally, on day five, I was able to get us on two different computers again. I found us an appointment at the Metro Toronto Convention Center for February 5th. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, this is so far away. But again... Let me, I'm going to book it up. Totally. This is the closest I can get. So I did that. I'm like, well, we got to wait till February. But I mean, we're not, again, we work from home. We're not doing much. And so I would say the other side of it is, is that outside of going to the cottage, which we really only took one day off work, I think for that. And then it was like a long weekend. Yeah. We didn't take any vacation. So John and I pulled our vacation to the winter holiday yeah. for Christmas. And so we were like, some of our friends were getting their vaccines over the holidays like the 28th 29th and we're like damn it now i got fomo again exactly right it was exactly round one vaccine all the fomo i carried back in march through may i had it right in the smack of december Mm -hmm. into january especially because the numbers again we're in like the 10 tens of thousands in ontario Ontario, just climbing and climbing and we're just like oh my god this is so it was scary because you just like how quickly and how contagious this new variant is Totally. And so um, your parents got their vaccines, my parents, obviously, like my brothers, your sisters. Right. And so then finally, like, I I think (laughs) I was watching TV. We were were, I know what it was. We were watching Prison Break and it was just (laughs) it was a couple days after your birthday. I'm like, well, let's get some birthday ice cream cake. Yeah. And I went to go get the ice cream cake and you got a text message. I'm nervous again because it makes the sounds. (laughs) So you got a text message. I got a text message from a friend of the podcast, Tesla. Mm-hmm. Right. And she's like, there's this Islamic center <laughs> in, Scarborough. in Scarborough that is taking appointments. It's a, right po- now. it's a it's an appointment pop up center for two days. They're taking as many. They have open appointments. Yeah. And she's like, there's dozens and dozens of appointments open right now. Totally. And so at this point, okay, so because the numbers are really high, no one's really hanging out. Mm -hmm. We haven't even seen Sean and Tesla Mm -mm. in person in like a month, Mm -hmm. right? And so they got their appointment for like 1110. Yeah. And so I'm like, John, check out the Islamic Center. (laughs) So then, dun, 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 dun. And sorry, this this was also for January 2nd. Yes. Which was a full month ahead of our appointment. 100%. So I go, I check. I'm like, holy shit, there's like 30 appointments open at 1110. I'm like, should we book the same time as these guys? (laughs) And so we did. We booked two appointments for January 2nd at 1110 at the Islamic Center in Scarborough. Okay, so fast forward, we're like obviously sending this link to yeah. friends yeah. like who couldn't get newer appointments. Uh, fast forward to January 2nd, we actually spent New Year's with mm. Sean and Tesla, which mm. was super fun. Yeah. Um, mainly because a lot of our friends ended up getting COVID, <laughs> right? And, and luckily so, we were we were tested and we were, we were completely yeah. negative. All of us were negative. Um, you were allowed to hang out with only three people. Well, no, at that time it was still 10 people, but it was four oh, of yeah. us. Um, now you can't, now you can only hang out with three, five, pe- five people. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so, uh, we had obviously said good night to them, had a, you know, January mm-hmm. 1st morning, yeah. then January 2nd, I was like, Bit okay, of a snowstorm too. Definitely a snowstorm. We drove, I, we ended up parking. I think we got there at like 10 50. Yeah. I'm like, let's just get there early. Cause there's like snowstorm. I'm like, I'd rather just be early and not <laughs> late, obviously. Cause I don't want to miss our appointment. Cause yeah. I, I want to get shot. And it took us like 20 minutes to clean the fucking car <laughs> in the snow. And so like we parked and then it was really funny. So like 
we're parked like as if you can drive out and mm. then all of a sudden another car pulls up Comes like in real hot real hot right beside us like, and what it's, the hell man come on dude and so i'm like yo there's like a fucking football field <laughs> worth of parking spots and i hate when people park directly beside us yeah but it ended up being sean and tesla and they're like we thought we recognized you guys oops and i did so- though i meant to do the laughter <laughs> So, um, what you gonna call it? So that was really funny. So, um, yeah, we were like, let's all go in together. We actually thought, or I thought, um, other friend of Tesla's and ours, uh, MC was also going to be there. So it kind of felt mm-hmm. like a mini hang mm-hmm. in a, in a world, in a world, in a, in a world where friends are trying to get boosted and, and can't hang out in real locations. <laughs> right. And so it was like, yo rally at the Islamic center. I yeah. love hanging out with my friends here. So the four of us, uh, went in mm-hmm. it again, like this was even like all the, all the experiences were great in their own right. Mm. But this one was like an a la carte oh, yeah. premium service yeah, first where they class have like a, a buggy cart of yeah. vaccines. Yeah. Everything <laughs> was done cart. on iPad, which was great. Mm-hmm. They had like, all you had to do is show them your health card and they had pulled up like all of your information. Yeah. Do you remember though, the night before I'm, I, I'm such a nerd and I'm so worried about like following the rules. I'm like, well, in the email, there was a consent form that said you should get familiar with, but I'm like, let me print it out and just fill it all out. And there's like three pages of info to fill out. So I'm like, <laughs> I'll print them. I filled it out for you and me. I'm like, let's have it so that yeah. we just like, cause in case we need it, I don't want to get sent away. Yeah. It was as much paperwork as we did to sign the house. Yeah. And of course no one needed to see any of that paper. <laughs> they just need to see your health card. Be like, okay, yeah, two shots. You're scheduled for yeah. right now and everything. And so they ask you if like our demographic was applicable to get Moderna. Yeah. Right. And so they're like, are you good for three? I'm like three for three. three, for I'm, he- three. I'm here for it. So test and I were actually sitting beside each other yeah. for not like beside beside but like six feet beside each other and you and Sean went to the back yeah they sent us to the back and uh, <laughs> you before we were there for maybe like 10 minutes just sitting before we got mm-hmm. our shot and how'd it go for you it was so Tesla went first and I did snag a picture yeah. right um, after but then when I was going up um, she was just like did you have any reactions to the shot like your, your standard questions and I right. was like the standard questions where they ask you like, oh, um, did you have any bad reaction to needles in general? Did you have any reactions to the vaccine? I was like, oh, the first one I had COVID arm. Um, and I said that in quotations because I don't even know if that's actually what it's called. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, I'm like, yeah, the second one I had like five days of like hell. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm like, no, I'm totally cool. Get, get, like hook me up. I'm, I'm ready for it. And so then she like did it. I genuinely, if it feels like, somebody nicked you with a pin. Yeah. Right. So it didn't feel bad. My arm wasn't sore or anything. Mm -hmm. And so then the cool thing was even with a mask on, I recognized one of my friends from work. Oh yeah, that's right. And so I was talking to her and I hadn't seen her in like two years. And then her family, like extended family was behind us. And I'm like, she's so great. Blah, blah. I'm like, and Mm -hmm. she's like, how did you recognize me? I'm like, Oh my God, this is like, it was just like such a lovely experience. And it was so like, you know, it's just so nice of people to give their time to do this kind of stuff. And the facility was really nice. Um, but then, yeah, like the four of us rallied. Mm-hmm. We took a picture outside, yeah, which was great. For sure. And then we went and had 
croissants, ha- croissants at this nice <laughs> Italian bakery um, and like lattes and hot chocolates. And yeah. then we went to Wazo to find some <laughs> dining room chairs. And the whole time I would say like, did your arm hurt or anything? It was a little tender, but it was nothing, not nothing bad. It was just a little tender, but it felt fine for the most part. Yeah. So I felt um, fine originally while we were all hanging out. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until we got home at night, mm-hmm. I would say a new sensation started. Yeah. So, yeah. So let me, mine short and sweet. The next day and the next week, my arm didn't even hurt. I was like, yeah, I felt a little tired the next day, but I was completely fine. So then you. And, and so, oh, we forgot about this part. So we actually went because we wanted to drop off, like, I call them care packages, but they're just treat boxes, mm-hmm. right? Um, To like your aunts and just mm-hmm. do like a, like a driveway hangout hangout and say hi and everything and so your aunt angel actually when we saw her Mm -hmm. she was talking about how um you know she had a reaction from the booster and her like lymph nodes were swollen yeah and i was like what are lymph nodes right and so um i didn't we didn't dig deeper into that but we're like oh that's so shitty and then we got ours yeah okay so what happened so then that evening afterwards, I was like, oh, my arm's a little sore. Now I know what you were talking about from the first one and the second mm-hmm. one. So I was like, okay. But then I think the next day it was like, oh God, it's happening again. Yeah. It's on fire. <laughs> so it was so friggin' hot. Like, Well, your arm was on fire, but what about the rest of your body? Oh yeah, I got extreme chills again. Before, before your arm even hurt, you had extreme, extreme chills. Oh my God. Oh my God, that's right. Extreme chills. Extreme chills. chills. These chills were probably worse than the first round of, but or the second round of chills. You, you didn't feel nauseous, but like I said, I woke up and felt fine. My arm didn't really even hurt. Yeah. You said, I'm, I'm, free, I'm freezing. I'm freezing. So like in real life, like even right now, I'm in jeans and a t-shirt, yeah. right? That's usually how we are in the house, I would mm-hmm. say. Okay, no shit of a lie. I had a t-shirt on. Yeah. John's hoodie. Huge, big sw- hoodie. Big hoodie. Then a two blankets two on. Blankets. And gloves. And gloves, yeah. Right? And I was freezing. Mm. And so then the, the shitty part is it's like, obviously, to some degree, you're not freezing. You're, yeah. you're actually sweating. Yeah. So then like, I knew at some point, I'm like, John, you like... When we went to bed, you had to cocoon me mm-hmm. with two giant, like we have our duvet big blanket. Yeah. We put another blanket on yeah. <laughs> and you cocoon me because you were sweating. I was just hot. Yeah. You're like, you were freezing, but I would touch your forehead and you were definitely warm. Oh no. Like I like, you could like, like ring me out and make like a puddle from how much I was sweating in of bed. Course. And so then, yeah, like the chills probably lasted three days. Yeah. They got better each day. The first day was definitely the worst. I felt yeah. really bad for you, but by day three, the chills were still there, but not awful. So it was kind of like the chills dissipated, but then all of a sudden my arm started going on fire. Yeah. Right. And so it was like, Oh, here we go again. (laughs) What is this? And so my arm and I, I, okay. So first shot and third shot, I did left arm. And then because I had the reactions on those ones on the second one, I did my right arm. Yeah. And obviously I'm three for three with reactions. Mm -hmm. So the third one outside of the chills, then my arm was on fire. It seized up my hand again, but yeah. then it was like this new sensation <laughs> under my armpit. It felt like I had a ping pong ball growing out of it. Yeah. And so every so often, I would say, especially at night, and it also got itchy, um, I would have to use an ice pack for right. like two hours. Right. Just to go to bed. But then it was so sore. I couldn't lie on my shoulder 
Okay. Which was like really irritating because I actually always sleep on my side. Right. Right. right and right. so then it ended up being like, seriously, like yeah. when, it, when is this over? Why does this keep happening? And, and I think I read again, the lymph node thing only really happens to women. Yeah. I don't know what the percentage or population that gets it, but I was reassured knowing that my, again, not, I didn't want you guys to be in pain, but hearing my aunt had it, yeah. just knowing that this is a common side effect. Again, we're saying this not to stop people. It happens for a few days and obviously the good ways out mm-hmm. outweighs the bad, but uh, Well, yeah. I was going to say the other thing, I was talking to my friend Sandra and she's like, yeah, I know a couple of women who got that too. She's like, man- Women just have it the worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I seriously, know. Seriously. Like, what else universe do you want to give us? And so this always happens, though. I think the, like, the 3% population that mm. gets it or whatever, I've been in that for my wisdom teeth, mm. this friggin' vaccine. Like, there's a b- bunch of different yeah, lanes. I've been in this, like, like guinea pig. Mm. I'm that that test junkie person. Yeah. So, but it's been a week now. And how do you feel now that we're fully vaccinated again with all three doses? I feel great. Like, I mean, we are in like a restricted lockdown right now, so we're not really doing anything, but it does give me comfort, especially knowing how um, contagious Omicron is that we are even more protected. Yeah. I think, um, as we said earlier, if we have to get vaccines for the rest of our lives, I'm fine with it. it. Yeah. Happy Um, to do it. But it does. It feels good. I think I'm, almost on the right side of my ping pong armpit getting getting there (laughs) it's um, definitely quite the experience of you know this was over what seven or eight months now nine months since may to where we are now and it's just jimmy i know it's because the story stresses me out we missed one important part what's that you saved my life in the middle of the night i saved your life again yeah how to save a life yeah what did i do it was all the song what did I do? Wait, wait for the third one. Second one. The second one. I saved your life again. Was it? I put you on the other side of the bed. Nope. What did I do? Emergency popsicle in the middle <laughs> of the night. Oh, I do remember Bedtime. this time. Like it was like two a.m. Because I was feeling better at this point. This was day two, I think. Yeah. And you were just like, I, I'm, I'm dying, dying again. I'm like, I've pop- passed. <laughs> I'm passing away. Yeah. I've passed. I got you an emergency popsicle. And I ate it in bed. You ate it in bed. Yeah. And it bed. was like. You know this thing, like, I don't know if the the viewers know this or the listeners know this. So, um, I have petite male epilepsy. I, mm. I know that. Aw. Sad. Hold on. <laughs> but basically, um, and I actually don't think you're supposed to say that term anymore. I have yeah. epilepsy. Um, mm. but I haven't had a seizure in, like, over a decade, no. over two more, decades. More, yeah. Like, it so, was like 18 years ago I had one on Miranda. Yeah. Right? From mm. the podcast and my maid of honor. Well. so but when i was growing up i had a series of them and i was in the hospital and they would give me orange popsicles right and so little guy little guy but i think at that point was the only time i had i could eat popsicles in In bed bed. and so fast forward in my mid-30s all of a sudden on you know vaccine shot number two Two. john at 2 a.m comes upstairs with an orange popsicle yeah and it was like It helped a lot, though. Oh, it it saved me, right? And so I think this was the thing. It was like, one, because I was dehydrated. Mm -hmm. I was dying at that point of like heat, chills, (laughs) food, like nauseous, like everything. You saved me. It was a victory popsicle. I think you were also eating ice chips throughout the day. That's all you could stomach was popsicles and ice chips. (laughs) Man, that... uh, but here we are now. It's January mm-hmm. 9th, and we're fully vaccinated. And mm-hmm. the the population here is getting triple vax, which is great. Mm-hmm. And 
Yeah, it was just we were, this is one of the stories I was excited to tell people because I think a lot of people had the same experience, whether it was trying to track down the vaccine mm-hmm. or the side effects. Was I always find it comforting knowing people are going through the same thing that we're going through. Yeah. So hopefully that helps. And hopefully, I mean, if you haven't gotten your second or third shot or even your mm-hmm. first, you know, again, we don't want to say, tell you these stories to make you nervous or scared. No. Like, again, I would take one to three days of pain for to get the to be done with all this stupid COVID shit so i'm happy and we're both very thankful from the pharmacist to the islamic center so all the volunteers that have helped us obviously get vaccinated everyone else in this country and if you're looking for your you know post kit and what to have in it Mm. i would suggest popsicles and vitamin water yeah yeah definitely and then just advil advil yeah Yeah. definitely (laughs) so well i think that does it do you have anything else to talk about on this week's pod um no i just think i'm I'm excited for whatever the next episode is we spoke about as part of the best of yeah i don't is know is that I, roomies if we're going chronologically maybe roomies that could also be cottage hangs let's uh, go chronologically yes yeah, so we can do roomies. roomies well we didn't go chronological because roomies was before vaccines dun, dun, dun. <laughs> hold on, <Hold> on. <laughs> scary <laughs> should we tease it yeah, we can. You can go ahead and tease up. This most likely will be episode three next week. Yeah. So one of the things um, that also happened was this also. In, did they buy the house in the pandemic? I'm getting yeah. all my. Yeah, timeline. they did. But then also, are we? Do we mention house rentals is a completely different yeah. episode? So we can't even talk about some of the house stuff during the roomies. Well, no, we can tee it off. That's true. Actually, they left when we got something done. Exactly. So okay. Yeah. So I think okay. So Sean and Tesla, friends of the podcast, best man at the wedding. Sean and Tesla bought their house in 2019? No, 2020. 2020 in the fall. September, October, something like that. And then they needed to have some renovations done. It's an awesome house. And so they got their house. And like over the Christmas break, we were saying to them, if you're doing your renovations, we suggested... You know, why don't you stay with us for a few days or a couple weeks or whatever it is? Mm. Um, do not waste money on a hotel or an Airbnb. But then it was exciting. So then in February, <laughs> I think Sean messaged you. Yeah, well, you just give a broad. Oh, you're giving, I, you're giving, you're giving, I feel like I'm. Well, you're giving you. this story away right now. Like this is all stuff to talk about next it's, week. Okay, so just, anyway, just tell me had roomies for a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, so why did you tell of then? I did, but you're you're going into the actual know, story right excited. now. So, so you're about okay. to tell another like hour story. Oh, okay. Basically, the tease is we had roomies for a couple weeks. Fine, we had roomies but, for a couple weeks. Anyway, right. so I think that's a good tease. Mm-hmm. Should we go into the band of the week this yeah. week? You get to pick. Yeah, it's no Doja Cat, but don't pick Migos Avalanche. I, I didn't pick Migos, <laughs> and and not to get. Anyways, I gave you two years in a row. I gave you Band of the Year. Last year, you got to play your song for your favorite song. I'm just saying, I'm a good. I I'm a, play my favorite song for my favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna start, I'm gonna play crickets. So, but that's because I'm a good husband. Sometimes as a husband, you have to let your w- wife pick the band of the year for two years running. Oh, but then when an 18 year <laughs> season. Thanks for giving me two years, John. Uh, it's more like uh, two years in a row. We should always kind of ping pong back and forth for mm. band of the year, but. No more ping uh, pong balls. <laughs> <laughs> ping pong ball. Oh, um, <laughs> but you like this band. This band of the week is by a guy named Jerry Rafferty. Oh yeah, totes. Do you know this guy? He sung Stuck in the Middle with You was his big yes, song. I told you that. <laughs> I know. I made a note and wrote it down. 
Because if people aren't familiar with Jerry Rafferty, yeah. they're familiar with Stuck in the Middle with you. Yeah. So, but I really like the song called Right Down the Line from his mm-hmm. album City is a City, which came out in 1978. How'd you find this song? The way I found this song was it is the song played in the season two trailer of Euphoria, Ooh. which I think is cool because Euphoria, obviously a show about modern day teenagers. And here they are using a song I had never heard of. That's not a popular song as far as I'm concerned from the late seventies. So I appreciate when people are different and creative and find new slash old music. So anyways, yeah, I just thought this was a cool song, something a little bit different that I think people will enjoy. So Mm -hmm. the song of the week by the band of the week is right down the line by Jerry Rafferty. So all the ways to get in contact with our ass is facebook.com slash live at 605 and follow us on Instagram at live at 605 and you can follow Chaboy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. I'm Val Gomez 23. On what? Instagram. <laughs> and? <laughs> Twitter. There you go. And so until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy. Let's go.
Malin. And 